from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Here's Pryor left wing, gives to Chachua. Drives on the baseline, kicks it out to Flagler. Extra pass to Cryer. He'll launch a three, and it's good! Assist Adam Flagler. Cryer nails the triple for a seven-point Baylor lead. And that was all started by Chatswick, getting the ball in the lane and looking to the perimeter. Flagler turned one down and found Cryer open in the corner. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Flagler looks to drive all the way under the bucket to Cryer for three. It's good! Another three by LJ Cryer. Bears lead by 10 again. Oh. I mean, it felt real good coming off my hands. Um, felt like I got a lot of great looks, so credit to my teammates. Um, when I get those looks, I fly my knockout every time, so uh, it just went my way tonight. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Long rebound, Cryer, another three. His eighth made three tonight. Eight threes by Cryer. Bears lead 62-45, timeout, Scott Brew. At the end of the game, uh, John's like, hey, run run, run a play for LJ because they knew he was close to the school record, and you love that unselfishness. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on a Tuesday. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. 12-point Baylor win last night at home over West Virginia. Bears continue to roll winners of now 10 of their last 11. And you couple that Baylor win with a Tech win over 6th-ranked Texas in Lubbock. And Baylor is tied for first place. <laughs> Aaron's giving the guns up in the studio. How about them Red Let's get a Raiders. picture of that, and we'll send it to Ward. He'll yeah, love right. that. He, he would put it on a poster and put it on the wall. Right. Guns up. I'll give you a guns up today, too. I was rooting for the Red Raiders <laughs> yeah. last night. They pulled it off. How about that? Tech, tech with back-to-back wins over Kansas State and Texas. And the Texas loss means Baylor and Texas tied for first place in the league at 9-4. and four. And I was looking at Baylor's remaining schedule, and it's the top five teams in the league. But yeah. after Kansas at Allen, they get Texas Kansas here, State. Kansas, at, Kansas, at Kansas State at Kansas State are the next two. I thought Kansas State. No, that's right. Kansas State won here, so oh, the yeah. next two on the road, and then the last three at home. Right? Or am I still wrong? Texas. There's a road game. Iowa to State. Stillwater and Oklahoma State. Okay, yeah. so they get Texas and Iowa State at home. Yeah. So pretty right. tough. Closing stretch. What do you expect, but, huh? What, right. what, what, what do you want? There no what, easy, the SEC no easy games. Yeah. Oklahoma State, may, besides Baylor, may be the hottest team oh in the gosh, conference. Oh, my gosh, they are. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> They're playing incredible. Yep, very much so. So uh, you could make a case for Baylor being the hottest team in the league. I think you could make a case for uh, Kansas being the hottest team in the league. But I think Oklahoma State also, they'd be right in that 
conversation also. You definitely cannot make that case for Oklahoma right now. Boy, and the message boards are going nuts. Really? They are not happy with Porter Mosier. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and they play K-State tonight uh, in Norman, 8 o'clock on ESPNU. Uh, Kansas at Oklahoma State, that could be a really interesting game tonight. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. I want to see if Oklahoma State continues to play well, and I will be rooting for them for obvious reasons. exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's 8 o'clock on ESPN tonight, fifth-ranked Kansas at Oklahoma State. A Kansas win, and they move into what would be a three-way tie for first in the league standings uh, at 9-4 and with Baylor and Texas. Um, Bears have won... uh, Yes, it's four in a row now. I know it's 10 of the last 11, nine of the last 10 in Big 12 play. Oh, that's right. Uh, for, I forgot about Arkansas. There was that in one the in there, of, right, yeah. right. But nine of 10 in Big 12 play uh, after an 0-3 start, that'll get you to nine and four, and you are, uh, you are right in the mix, Baylor is. And they really just did what they should have done last night against West Virginia. Wasn't easy, but none of them are. Uh, L.J. Cryer, you heard the highlights in the open, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. L.J. Cryer, just a remarkable shooting game. Eight made threes, eight of 11 from three-point range, and um, that's the third most in a game in Baylor history. The school record is 10, uh, co-held by Lace Darius Dunn and... Who, oh, Macy Oteague had 10 in a game. So that's the school record, and he was threatening that. He had eight with a lot of time to go, maybe like 10 minutes to go. So we were thinking, you know, maybe have a chance at the school record. But then, obviously, they, they, uh, he was the focal point of the defense for West Virginia from that Right, point. which puts them in a tough spot because, hey, there's some other pretty good guards on Baylor's team. <laughs> yeah, well, that's some, right. Every other player on Baylor's team is good. But, you know, you, you, you take him out of the game and you're still looking at, at – uh, the reigning Big 12 player of the week. And, you know, probably, well, definitely the best freshman in the conference, maybe the best freshman in the country. Uh, It's just, man, it's got to be tough as an opposing coach when you're looking at at Baylor's team. Like, what do we do to stop them? Yeah. We said that at one point, Pat and I did last night. How would you like to to formulate a scout against Baylor? Would not. (laughs) You know, Flagler's hot as a pistol, you know, coming in, coming off a 28-point game on Saturday. Like you said, the Big 12 player of the week. He's red hot. you got to focus on him. Deontay George had four against TCU, so you got to think, oh, he's not going to have back-to-back, you know, games like that. got to be account for him. And then Cryer is always there, and Langston Love also, the X-Factor. Uh, Jonathan Chumwichachua, who had 11 points last night, so – I, I I see the scouts that our coaches do on other teams, and I, I cannot even imagine really the scouts that other teams do on Baylor. And and getting Jonathan Chamochachua back is, I think, kind of the missing piece yeah. to this team this yeah. year. They've been good, obviously. When they got when they got him back, they've just been better, and you can see the difference. It's they're really, really elite as far as the way they're playing and the, the overall talent level of the team, which we talked about even before the start of the season. But now you get to see it in action. You're like, oh, yeah, that's what, yeah. That's what we've been looking for. And it's, it's fun to watch. I said this on an in- interview yesterday afternoon, uh, and I, I still believe it. I don't think Baylor's played their best game yet, you know? No, I, I mean, they're I, on a roll. I agree. Yeah, I agree. But I completely. think there's still an upside. 
Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I think that's correct, and that should be scary for, yeah, for every exactly. team that has to play Baylor. There's a lot of good teams on the schedule, but you're right. I don't think Baylor's played their best game either. Yeah, I think it's still out there. Uh, you know, can you imagine if Flagler, Cryer, George, Love all hit on the same night? You know what that might look like. <laughs> it would it would look ugly for the opposing team, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Chachua, great game last night, 11 points, three rebounds. He was five of seven from the floor, just continues to uh, to be better, look better, be more comfortable out there. Uh, we had him on our postgame show last night, and we'll let you listen in to that again. And it it is just amazing. I mean, to hear Jonathan and hear his, hear his heart, really, as he does an interview, just a postgame interview with us, but to hear that, uh, pretty cool. Holly Rowe is in town today doing a feature on Jonathan that will run on uh, College Game Day on Saturday. They'll be in Lawrence, you know, prior to the Baylor-Kansas game. So uh, remember that. Watch for that on Saturday morning. That's going to be a great story. I know it will. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, and I'm looking forward to the game. I'm, I just hope somehow it can work out where it's not where Baylor's winning and it's not close at the end of the game because we know how that can go yeah. when you're on the road at Kansas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's next for the Bears, 3 o'clock Saturday versus KU. Uh, let you hear from Jonathan Chumwa-Chachua coming up uh, next uh, next segment. And he complimented Pat and I on his name. Uh, did you notice that? I did. Yeah. I did. He, yeah. he didn't say you get it. You got it right. He said you said it well. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which I'll take. <laughs> and and so it is back to how almost how you were originally. Right. It and, is. But instead of, I, I think. Well, it may have been the way I was saying it. Uh, I was saying Chamochachua instead of Chachua. Oh, yeah. Uh, which uh, is a mi- minor distinction, but right. if it's the way your name's pronounced, it's not so minor, you know? Right, so, right. And, you're, and I'm like you and Pat and everybody else, pretty much. You want to get his name right, you know? It's Absolutely. important. Yeah, very much so. Uh, he had a big game, 11 points last night, 5 of 7 from the floor, 26 by LJ Cryer. Two off his season high, and I think that's his career high also, 28 he had against UCLA. But 8 of 11 from three-point range for uh, for LJ Cryer. 13 by Flagler last night, 13 points, six assists, one turnover. Now that's a point guard right there doing his job. Uh, 12 points by Jalen Bridges last night. Uh, Jalen playing against his former team and teammates and had a very solid game. Uh, were you listening or watching? Well, you were running the game, but did you see it when he hit that shot and then went down to the floor? And yes. And it was scary, man. Yes. We didn't know what it was at first. Right, and end up being cramps. Right. But you, you, yeah, you were like, he was down for a whole minute. And yes. Yeah, you and Pat were talking about it. I'm like, oh, man, I, that's uh, you don't want to lose anyone. But, yeah, that was worrisome for a few minutes. But turned out to just be cramps, right. thank goodness. right. And, man, what a revelation he's been. He's just gotten better and better as the season has went on. And it just shows you, like, Coach Drew and the staff have an idea of the kind of team they want to have. Mm-hmm. And then they, if they don't have certain pieces, they go out and find it either in recruiting, uh, you know, high school or JUCO or through the transfer portal. And you, and you see that with the additions that they've made. And it just all kinds of fit all all kind of fits into place. And right. it's, a, it's amazing that he does that year after year, but he just knows. He knows what his team needs, yeah. and he goes out and gets that and f- fills in those problem areas, and you end up with 
top five teams every year. It's yeah. pretty remarkable. It is. And you find guys that fit in on the floor. You find guys that fit in uh, with the culture of Baylor mm-hmm. and fit in at Baylor University. Uh, not, not as easy as it might sound, uh, but they do a great job of that. So 12 for Jalen Bridges last night. How about the night by Keontae George? Six points, but nine rebounds and seven assists in the game. He was very good at distributing the ball. Adam Flagler at one point knocked heads with Kedrian Johnson, the Temple College product, and went out, and he was out for a while, and uh, Keontae moved to the point and was running the point, and he was very good distributing the ball. And, and, and it's fun to see those guys. They knew LJ was the guy with the hot hand. They were getting him the ball and uh, you know, giving up their own shots, basically, to get him a good shot. Right. So that's, I mean, that we talked about what other teams must be thinking. Adam Flagler goes out, all Big 12 guard, almost assuredly this year. And so what ha- So what do they have to replace him? Eh, just put Keontae George at the point. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> right. you know, Bob Huggins got to be like, you know, what am I supposed to do over here? Exactly, yeah. So, uh, so great effort all the way around, 79-67. The final, Baylor wins, sweeps the series, uh, the two games against West Virginia this season, and gets to 20 wins on the year. We talked about this last night. Baylor's now 20-6. and six. And remember, Aaron, it wasn't that long ago where 20 was kind of the mark that you get to 20 wins, whoa, you're a tournament team. You know, you're going into the NCAA tournament, and it was a real, uh, real benchmark to try to reach 20 wins in a season. Yeah, it's it's still weird to me that it's and it's still a huge deal. It is right. It's not as not, not as quite, much as it was. You're right. It's not quite the moment, as important as it used to be because it used to be really hard to get in the NCAA tournament if you weren't a twenty win season. Yeah. Didn't matter if you had a lot of great wins, uh, like you know, in top fifty wins, or if you had a winning record in your conference. If you weren't at 20 wins, there was a good, there was a better than good chance that they may pass you over if your resume was similar to someone that just had 20 wins. It yeah. was that important to the committee. Yeah. But uh, the, it, it, it was, I mean, it just seemed like a bigger deal in years past than it does now. You know, part of that is for Baylor, it used to be, okay, this is a good season. I mean, a really good season if you get to 20 wins. Now, it's just a marker along the way of where they want to get to. And Baylor reached 20 wins last night, 14th time in the last 16 years. They've been at 20 wins. Uh, before Coach Drew, you know this, how many time, How many 20-win seasons did they have before Coach Drew? I only know because I heard you and Pat talking it. about two, right? Three. Three, okay. Three times. Three 20-win Two of those were seasons. in the 40s, right? When, final four teams. Yeah, right. 48 when they, when, Yeah, when yeah. they <laughs> made the final four and made the national championship game yep. against Kentucky. And then the other one was – I'd have to look. I don't remember. Was that the 87 team with Daryl Middleton and Michael Williams? Yeah, 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 maybe. That would be my guess. Yeah. Uh, I'd have to look. But only three times – did Baylor get to 20 wins prior to Coach Drew's arrival? Now they've done it 14 times in the last 16 years. Wow, that's incredible. And again, incredible. it's just a, it's a marker along the way. Uh, and they have bigger goals, you know, ahead. And still some goals that are within, in reach now, tied for first in the uh, Big 12 standings. All right, uh, that was fun last night. Really good crowd for 8 o'clock on a Monday night. Thanks uh, again to everyone that was there. Students, great turnout on a Monday night also. 
I don't know if we're into sing overlap season or not, but uh, I thought it was a good good student uh, energy last night in the Farrell Center. And a good win for the Bears, 79-67 over West Virginia. Next up, headed to Lawrence to play KU Saturday at 3. Mentioned uh, Jonathan Chumwachachua was on with us post-game. Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, I want you to hear that conversation uh, with John and Pat and I post-game last night. Uh, what... <laughs> What a walking billboard for Baylor basketball, culture of joy. Uh, any any good thing you want to say about Jonathan Chumwachachua, uh, you'll uh, feel that in this interview with him. And it's not us. It's all John. So let's take a break. We'll let you hear that when we come back. Let's check weather. Turned out nice outside. Really nice. A little rainy this morning, but sun is out now. Let's check weather. Be back with more in a moment here on ESPN Central Texas. And the weather this hour is brought to you by Richard Carr. For over 20 years, Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac has built a reputation as people you can count on for automotive sales and service. Off Highway 6 at the Imperial Drive exit in Waco. A gorgeous day today. Sunny and warm with a high near 75. Tonight, partly cloudy skies with an overnight low near 54. Currently sunny and 74 here at ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. Today would have been Farrah Fawcett's 76th birthday. And Ryan Farrah Fawcett is who? He has no idea. The, the poster lady. <laughs> the poster lady. Which he had no oh, idea what the poster gosh. was. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, I did not. The oh. number one selling poster of all time is the Farrah Fawcett poster. Yes, indeed. Sold over 12 million copies 12 of that. Oh my poster. Thanks for playing. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Ortho. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mexalicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. At Willis Plumbing, they say our plumbing pays because it stays. Willis Plumbing specializes in all type of residential plumbing, including repair, service, and remodeling. And they also pump septic tanks and grease traps. 
Willis Plumbing, 3217 Bellmead Drive, 254-799-5300. Owners Kenny and Martha Willis are proud La Vega High School graduates and are supporters of the La Vega Pirates and Lady Pirates. The Bellmead Chamber of Commerce is proud to support the La Vega High School girls basketball team as they make their UIL playoff run to the state championship. The city of Bellmead is growing and the Bellmead Chamber of Commerce is partnering with the city to make Bellmead a place for people to call home as well as a place for visitors to come eat, shop, stay and enjoy. Each year the Bellmead Chamber of Commerce supports La Vega ISD through scholarships for graduating seniors. The Bellmead Chamber of Commerce says Go Lady Pirates! Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Lady love, your love is peaceful like a summer's breeze. All right, Aaron, what's the theme today? Valentine's Day. Right. Yes. How about Lural? Lural. Okay. I was, I was like, that voice sounds familiar, but I don't know who it is. Lural's Lady Love is the name. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. Happy Valentine's Day, uh, especially to my wife, Terry, and, uh, and our girls, Maddie and Megan. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. We're glad you're with us from the Alan Samuels Studios. Thanks to Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. All right, on Valentine's Day, you want to hear something that will warm your heart. Here is Jonathan Chumwa Chachua with us last night post game after the Baylor win over West Virginia. Very good. 11 points tonight for you. We were saying during the break, you just see, you look like you feel more comfortable each time out. How do you feel? Uh, I definitely feel more comfortable. I need to just thank God to be, just be able to be on this platform right now, be able to play my fourth game in a year. And that's something I knew heading on to starting playing this season that I was going to get better each and every game. I was going to be able to feel more comfortable with my new game. And it's just like a process because at the end of the day, I'm not trying to go back and play the way I used to, but I'm discovering what can I do. I'm a new player. I have a new body. I have new strengths and new weaknesses. So I didn't have that much time because I didn't have a preseason. I didn't have enough season and, um, and all that. So I'm learning each and every game. And it's just like really nice to be able to learn while still helping the team win. Yeah. So that's really good. Well, that's a very, uh, that's a great explanation because Drew says, you know, you're on the on-ramp. Everybody else is going 75 miles an hour. <laughs> so you're still getting on that on-ramp. How, how fun is it for you to be back on the floor? Uh, it's just a blessing. Like, I just, I'm so grateful for God, for the Lord to even put me in this situation to allow me to play a game of basketball. 
at the end of the day, it's the best league in the nation. It's the best league in the nation. And I know for a fact, I shouldn't take it for granted to be on the floor, especially when I took so long to get back. So every opportunity, every position, I count it as this is the last time I'm going to be to play the game of basketball. So it's just a different approach of the game. And I just love it much more. I see it differently, if you see what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yes. So, Jonathan, anybody that watches you play notices – how much you communicate on the floor. I mean, you're sort of a, uh, you're directing traffic, particularly on the defensive end. Talk about the importance of communicating, for, particularly for a guy who plays the spot that you play. Uh, it's funny because I'm not a great offensive player, so I'm still learning the game of basketball, and some players find a way to feel some confidence when they come on the floor, especially me coming off the bench. I'm not warm. I haven't touched the ball yet, so what can I do to get myself in the groove, to get myself in the game, to get myself feeling like I'm doing something right, mm-hmm. if you see what I'm saying. And I feel like over-communicating, telling all, uh, all my teammates where to be and having them talking to me back too. One, it makes us be connected, and that's one of the biggest emphasis with our defense because at the end of the day, you're only good with defense when you're all playing the same defense on the floor. You're all connected. So I feel like that's the one thing I always got to make sure that I do every game. It doesn't matter how many points I score, how many rebounds I get. I got to make sure I'm the must like the loudest guy on the floor, louder than the coaches. I want to be like a coach on the floor, be able to talk, be able to put an emphasis, be able to say something even five times to make sure that it won't be a mistake. Because those happens. Those happen, especially on road games when everything is loud. So I want to make sure we can take those self-inflicted ones out of the conversation. So that's my approach of the game. You know, we noticed, too, a couple of times, we talk about you communicating on the floor. A couple of times off the floor, you got guys wandering around and you need them in the huddle. You'll go grab them and bring them there. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, definitely. I love uh, getting my teammates in the huddle because I feel like there's a little mini timeout. It gives them a chance to breathe, a chance to communicate, a chance to share something. Sometimes it's just, hey, we got this. Let's make sure we get a stop. But those little time, uh, those little huddles, are those, uh, like little timeouts, they give us a chance to get back together, to stay unified to just be able to approach what is next, get a stop in the next position or just get a bucket or fix something. That's good. What does it mean to you to know how how so many Baylor people, so many people, not even Baylor fans, have been praying for you and pulling for you to get back on the floor? Uh, it means the world to me. Like, I really feel like God just made things happen to be able of putting me uh, to put me in this platform and I feel like since I got hurt some people have been praying more than they used to at the end of the day sometimes the Lord just pick you to be able to help other people and I feel like I've helped a lot of people with their faith I help a lot of people to be able to see what miracles look like so I feel like I'm just grateful I'm happy which is kind of weird I'm happy that all that happened to me because at the end of the day the Lord used me to show to the world what can happen with his miracles wow that's such maturity to be able to uh, to find the good out of what what you went through one year ago yesterday right that date uh February 12th. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday was the date one year ago. Well, congratulations on your continued improvement, the win tonight, and uh, and we're still praying for you. You Thank know you. that, right? Yes, so, sir. Uh, congratulations. Thanks for the visit. And thanks for pronouncing my name well. Ah! <laughs> Do we have it right? Yes, sir. We thought yes, sir. we had it, Jonathan. And then it no, we got it great now. We, we got, got it great. Now we're good. And I really appreciate you. Trust Are we me. we changing again? No, or we no, gotta, no. Okay, I good. really appreciate it. Thank All you. Right. That's good to hear. We appreciate your patience with us. Thank Thanks very much. <laughs> Thank you. Jonathan Chumwachachua with us, uh, courtside. Isn't that great? Isn't he great? It's amazing. It's an Golly. amazing story, too. It and, is. And, and I didn't, we were talking about this off the air. 
I d- didn't realize until probably sometime early this season mm-hmm. exactly how bad his knee injury was. Yeah. It wasn't just a torn ACL or you know a torn ACL Which and torn meniscus. Enough. Yeah, those yeah. are bad and those are tough to come back from. No, I mean it was it was a lot worse than that. There was nerve damage and. Uh, just the fact that he's back on the court and playing is just amazing. It yeah. really is. Uh, and the anniversary of the uh, injury was this Sunday. It was one year ago, Sunday, February 12th. And it's usually one year just for a torn ACL. Yeah. So I that mean, just uh, tells you how amazing this recovery right. is. And Coach Drew, they never really said it publicly, but they were saying internally, you know, this is a two-year rehab. Right. If, if that, you know, best-case scenario is a two-year rehab, and then you'll see where he is. But right. Man, After he, that, you'll see if he's still able to play basketball. That's right. That's how bad the injury was. That's right. That's right. And, you know, to his, uh, you know, to his credit, such hard work, so many prayers lifted up on his behalf. Um, really, really amazing. He is, he is just a great guy, and it's a great story. I, I can't wait to see the feature that Holly puts together to run on Saturday. That's going to be really, really good. Yeah, I have no doubt that's going to be great. I'm looking forward to that, too. All right, uh, that's Jonathan Chumwat Chachua, and we got a compliment for pronouncing his name well, he said. He didn't say you pronounce it right. He said you pronounce it well, <laughs> but I'll take that. So uh, great to visit with him. Great game by John last night, and uh, the Bears win over West Virginia. Let's take a break. When we come back, uh, check in at Gatterman Stadium. Glenn Moore, Baylor softball. They're 4-1 on the year, coming home for their home opener on Friday. And the Gatterman Classic this weekend. We'll visit with Glenn Moore, Baylor softball coach, when we come back. John Morris Show on a Tuesday, a beautiful day here in Central Texas, is brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. All right, guys. Today's the day. Today is Valentine's. If, you, uh, if you've taken care of things, that's great. If you haven't, there is still time to go buy D'Amore Fine Jewelers. That Valentine's sales event is peaking today. Check it out at D'Amore Fine Jewelers 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Baylor Women's Basketball with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women on the road in Big 12 Conference play Wednesday, headed to the Little Apple to take on Kansas State. 6 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 6.30 tip-off Wednesday for Baylor Women's Basketball. Baylor Big 12 Women's Basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. The La Vega Pirates Education Foundation was founded in 2012 to support innovative and creative educational opportunities for students and teachers in La Vega ISD. Last year, the foundation provided over $101,000 in funding through grants and initiatives. Every dollar counts, and we need yours to help reach our goals. Visit piratesfoundation.org today to see how you can give the students and teachers in La Vega ISD the newest innovations in learning. Hoorah, Lady Pirates! 
Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Listen to the John Moore Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Express Dry Clean Laundry is family-owned and operated and is proud to serve Bellmead and Waco area customers. They offer same-day service Monday through Friday at Express Dry Clean Laundry on any item dropped off by 10 a.m. Make sure and ask about their three-pant dry cleaning special. Plus, each Wednesday, if you use the Express Bag, receive 25% off your total dry cleaning bill. Express Dry Clean Laundry, 901 Loop 340 in Bell Mead. Proud to support La Vega ISD administration, faculty and staff, and the Pirates and Lady Pirates. Come join ESPN Central Texas Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show as we'll be broadcasting live from the newly opened Fish City Grill in Waco on Tuesday, February 21st at 4 p.m. Come celebrate Fat Tuesday at Fish City Grill. Happy hour 3 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Enjoy ice cold beer, cold margaritas, and discounted appetizers like fried pickles, shrimp, nachos, cheeseburgers, even oysters. Fat Tuesday, February 21st with ESPN Central Texas Matt Mosley, 4 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Leitch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Police at Michigan State announced that all activities on campus, including athletics, have been canceled for the next 48 hours in the wake of the fatal shootings there Monday night. Super Bowl 57 was the third most watched television show in history with an estimated 113 million people watching, according to preliminary numbers released yesterday. Luka went for 33 and Kyrie scored 36 in their first game together as the Dallas Mavericks fall at home to the Timberwolves 124-121. to Texas Tech beat number six Texas last night, 74 to 67. Baylor won its 10th of their last 11 meetings, beating West Virginia last night in the Farrell Center, 79 to 76. The Bears are off till Saturday when they'll travel to Kansas. Growth High School basketball playoffs underway, and tonight La Vega faces Gerald for the Bay District Championship, 7 o'clock tip-off, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for our weekly visit with Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore. Here's John Morris with Coach Moore. Back with us, we are into softball season. They opened this past weekend, winning four or five games at the uh, UNLV tournament in Las Vegas. Back home to host the Getterman Classic this weekend. Pleased to welcome in Glenn Moore. And uh, welcome back. First off, how did Vegas treat you off the field? 
off the field. It's a little cold, to be honest with you. At night, it's a little colder than I expected. I know it gets cold in the desert, and we experienced that a little bit. But uh, we had a good trip. Um, we had a, uh, Everything went really well, and that's a big thanks to our director of operations, Danny Price, for putting that all together and making everything flow smoothly. Very good. Way to go, Danny. Uh, so back home from that, now uh, you won four out of five games overall. How did you feel about your team's play in those five games? Yeah, I thought we uh, did some things really well, and there's certainly areas that we need to work on. I'm really happy with our offense, our consistency, and continue to put pressure even when we had big leads. And, you know, a, a, a less mature team might, uh, you might, our younger team, and we're fairly young anyway, might, you might expect to kind of back uh, off and take the foot off the gas pedal. We never did that. Uh, we challenged pitchers. We ran tr uh, pitchers out. Even against Arkansas, the game that we lost, we ran their ace out, ran their um, relief pitcher out and faced their number three toward the end of the game. Uh, or their, their closer, I guess, if you will. Um, but we just couldn't hold their – they had a powerful offense, couldn't hold them down. But uh, looked really good offensively um, and looked great defensively at times and certainly made some defensive mistakes. Uh, our pitching was the area that we uh, need need some improvement on, and but we think the talent's there and we're going to be okay. We just need some time to, to let them grow. Pitching-wise, did, uh, did you get everybody some innings or did you see everybody you wanted to see? We really did. We saw, uh, you know, Dari. We weren't really expecting uh, Dari Orm to be available uh, to that degree this early. Um, she has been nursing or, or rehabbing an injury in the offseason. Almost the entire offseason was released just before Christmas to pitch, so we thought our pitch count would be down. And it really we kept it down intentionally. Uh, I really was happy with what we saw out of her not what we saw when she was in mid-season form last year but certainly uh, better than I anticipated uh, you know Riley Crandall I mentioned to you um, before this that she's going to be special she's going to be a real good one but some nerves probably came into play early work down in the count we had a lot of three ball counts and too many walks just not efficient and I think I said that last year over and over so that's an area that I'm hoping we improve on I expect to improve on very good. Uh, you had some good tests in there. I mean, you won four and then playing Arkansas, a top 10 team. Uh, was that a good, I guess, measuring stick to play a team that good this early in the year? Yeah, it really was because we we didn't really have that big of a challenge in the first four games. Um, you know, a couple of those teams uh, did really well last year, so we were we were expecting a bigger challenge. I don't know if they're not where we expected them to be or we're a little better than we anticipated, hopefully the latter. But Arkansas we knew would be good coming off of the back-to-back -back SEC championships, facing their number one pitcher who was uh, who had rested the day before and was, was, was ready to pitch. And we ran her out, um, hit really well against her. And um, I thought we did some things really well against them, but we didn't play well enough to beat a top 10 team. Mm -hmm. um, we take away some of those mistakes. I think we had three innings that we gave them at least four outs, and you just can't do that against good teams. But those are all things uh, that can be corrected, and we'll go to work on that today. Good.
How was uh, your defense overall in the first five games? Well, we certainly made some great plays, John, and and uh, some exciting play from our defense. But we made some routine mistakes, too, uh, mistakes that were not typical and maybe typical of your first weekend. Uh, some of the mistakes we think we made um, because we have middle infielders that are getting to balls that we haven't gotten to in the past few years. So uh, just the range is much better. Um, the things we're able to do with this defense are significantly improved from last year. But in doing that, you're going to stretch yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm. When you stretch yourself a little bit, you're going to make some mistakes that look like maybe the plays should have been made. At the same time, there were plays that should have been made that weren't. So uh, we think we'll get better from all those as well. So it was a good weekend to learn. A good weekend to see where we are, know where we are, and uh, go to work um, in practice and improve those areas. Good. Curious, did you uh, did you learn anything about your team playing other games, you know, playing somebody else that maybe you didn't know or you really wouldn't know just from practice? Well, you know, we, we kind of anticipated a lot of things that was verified. Uh, we have great depth, uh, kids that are ready to play. Uh, I told them before we went there we had 13 starters that we could see. Uh, we got to play a lot of those kids, and when they were asked uh, to get in the game and, and called on, they stepped up to the plate and had, uh, even if they didn't have great production, they had quality at bats and, and uh, great defensive uh, maturity, and, and energy was was good all weekend. Just an excited uh, team, fun team to want to coach, uh, fun team to want to play softball and play against uh, outside competition. So uh, there was not an area of the game that I was disappointed in. Some of it I certainly would have liked to done better, but it wasn't from a lack of effort or, or uh, you know, a light bulb coming on saying to me thinking that, hey, maybe we're not that good here. I, I left there uh, just the opposite, thinking this team can be pretty good. good. Bring that energy home. Uh, Getterman Classic this weekend. you got four games over the weekend, including Oklahoma. Uh, tell people again, why are you doing that? <laughs> why are you uh, bringing Oklahoma down here to play in non-conference? Well, I don't know how many. I don't. I think they're having trouble getting in some tournaments. <laughs> not, you know, not, 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 a, not a lot of people want to play them. And, <laughs> and we're not scared to play anybody. It's uh, good for our strength of schedule. And uh, you can't beat the number one team in the country if you don't play them, right? So, yeah. so uh, we did this last year out in Hawaii, and um, you know we're we're not afraid of competition. We'll know, um, you know how where we are compared to the top yeah. club in the the country after the weekend, and um, so we'll play them. We'll play Army. We'll play Longwood and Stephen F. Austin. So, uh, looking forward to a great weekend of competition. Longwood knocked off uh, Florida State. Uh, mm-hmm. They're they're looking pretty good, and um, you know we we expect to be challenged by these teams. Very good. Nice to be home. Uh, the comforts of home. The comforts of Getterman Stadium. That'll be nice this weekend. Yes, uh, it's always great to play in the greatest stadium in the country, in our opinion. And uh, we're going to be home for a while now, so yeah. we need the fans to buy their tickets and get out here and cheer us on. We need a home field advantage. Great. Very good. Um, and the four games. I mean, you played five games last weekend. Four over this weekend. That's not really a stretch, is it? I mean, I would think you want to get games in a bunch of them here early. Yeah, I think five's too many. But uh, I've always had that opinion, and that's what everybody does early on. It's good to get to play your roster, and and that's kind of why we do it, I guess. And you could play a softball game in much less time than a baseball game, for instance. But uh, but I like the three or four game weekends where we can rest our team a little bit, analyze what we did, uh, watch more film. When you're playing five different opponents, man, it's hard to scout for five different uh, teams. It's hard to analyze 
every game because many of those games are back-to-back and uh, you kind of learn on the fly, if you will. But it's still fun. It's just a rough weekend and it takes you a couple of days to recover. Yeah, I bet. Well, glad you're home. Look forward to this weekend and appreciate the visit. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Glenn Moore, Baylor softball coach. His 23rd season is underway. Baylor is 4-1 and one on the year. Going 4-1 that tournament in Las Vegas, the loss to uh, top 10 Arkansas on Sunday to finish the tournament. Home hosting the Getterman Classic this weekend. Baylor opens at 3 o'clock on Friday against Stephen F. Austin. Then they play Longwood on Saturday at 3 o'clock Sunday. What's that? Yeah, they play – it's like a – this is like a FCS school Sunday. Sunday, yeah, Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm, I'm vaguely familiar with their yeah, softball yeah. program. Something with Oklahoma <laughs> in their name. It's the two-time <laughs> defending national champions. Oh my gosh! Not only that, but I mean, they just dominated the last yeah. two years. It's not that they just won the national championship, right. which is an incredible accomplishment, but they've they've just <laughs> just pounded teams yeah. on the Wasn't way it like to like 40-some run rule victories last year? I think so, 40, yeah. I think it was exactly – they got to exactly 40, I think, at the end of the season Yeah, with the one over Texas in the semifinals. Yeah. That's not 40 wins. No, that's 40, that's 40 run, run rule wins <laughs> they for were, Oklahoma. And they were only about four or five games short of the all-time – Longest winning streak in yeah. college softball history last year. Yeah, that's right. Pretty before amazing. they lost to Texas. So uh, Oklahoma will be here. It's a non-conference game. That is noon on Sunday. Then they wrap up the tournament against Army at two o'clock on Sunday. Getterman Classic at Getterman Stadium for Baylor softball. A reminder that season tickets are still available. Still time to get season tickets for Baylor baseball and softball. Go on the web at BaylorBears.com slash tickets. You can purchase your tickets there, reserve your seats, or give them a call at 254-710-1000 for Baylor baseball and softball season tickets. All right, uh, take a break. Back with more in just a moment. We'll look ahead. We'll share some birthdays with you, wrap things up in the 3 o'clock hour. We are brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Things rocking at the Baylor Club as always. And let you know we'll be there live this Thursday. So come by and visit. We'll be there live from 3 to 4. Matt Mosley live at the Baylor Club from 4 to 6 on Thursday. Check out their schedule and their hours. And if you need information on membership, go to thebaylorclub.com. Thebaylorclub.com. Take a break. Back in a moment here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women on the road in Big 12 Conference play Wednesday, headed to the Little Apple to take on Kansas State. 6 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 6.30 tip-off Wednesday for Baylor women's basketball. Baylor Big 12 women's basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. 
Kick off 2023 with a bang at Alan Samuels in Waco. During the President's Day sales event, get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo with total values up to $2,000 and 1.9% for 72 months on second and third row options. That's right, 1.9% for 72 months plus rebates. Or how about the 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with up to $3,500 in total values plus an extra $500 to first responders at Alan Samuels in Waco. The Bellmead Chamber of Commerce is proud to support the La Vega High School girls basketball team as they make their UIL playoff run to the state championship. The city of Bellmead is growing and the Bellmead Chamber of Commerce is partnering with the city to make Bellmead a place for people to call home as well as a place for visitors to come eat, shop, stay and enjoy. Each year, the Bellmead Chamber of Commerce supports La Vega ISD through scholarships for graduating seniors. The Bellmead Chamber of Commerce says, Go Lady Pirates! Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 the story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Goodfeet store. Now that I'm pain-free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Goodfeet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Police at Michigan State announced that all activities on campus, including athletics, have been canceled for the next 48 hours in the wake of the fatal shootings there Monday night. Super Bowl 57 was the third most watched television show in history with an estimated 113 million people watching, according to preliminary numbers released yesterday. Luka went for 33 and Kyrie scored 36 in their first game together as the Dallas Mavericks fall at home to the Timberwolves 124-121. to Texas Tech beat number six Texas last night, 74 to 67. Baylor won its 10th of their last 11 meetings, beating West Virginia last night in the Farrell Center, 79 to 76. The Bears are off till Saturday when they'll travel to Kansas. Girls High School basketball playoffs underway, and tonight La Vega faces Gerald for the Bay District Championship, 7 o'clock tip-off, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
All right. Happy Valentine's. Uh, we wrap up the hour on Valentine's Day. We'll wrap it up by saying the uh, same thing we said at the start. Happy Valentine's to everyone out there, especially to Terry Morris. So hope uh, everyone has a great Valentine's Day and Valentine's evening. As we wrap up the hour, uh, let you know we're brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, Central Texas. Two locations in Waco, one in Temple, one in Georgetown. For Alliance Bank, Central Texas, Alliance Bank, it's your bank. Aaron, Matt Mosley coming in, top of the hour, four to six for the Matt Mosley Show. What do you guys have planned for this afternoon? We will have Matt's weekly visit with Baylor women's head coach, Nikki Collin. That's coming up in the five o'clock hour. We will also talk about Baylor's win over West Virginia last night. The Baylor men get the win over Bob Huggins and the West Virginia Mountaineers last night at home. Plus, we will discuss a pretty weird statement that the Pac-12 put out yesterday. <laughs> so bad. It's, it's, uh, I've only seen one like it before in my life, and that was put out by the Big East, and we know what happened to them. <laughs> Not saying the same thing will happen to the Pac-12, but... Anyway, we'll talk about it more during Campus Confidential. Really, really strange yeah. release by the Pac-12. Very much so. All right, look forward to that. It's like, we're fine, nothing to see here, yes. everything's good. It's like they basically released a vote of confidence letter. Yeah, which you know where those <laughs> go. Yes, and I think it'll have the same result oh, because they're not having a good time as far as trying to get their new media rights deal done. Uh, everything that Brett Yormark has done so far – has just been incredibly beneficial to the Big 12, including opening up negotiations early when, you know, everybody's like, well, you can probably get more if you wait until they're actually expired. But jumping the line on the Pac-12 has now put the Pac-12 in a very bad – one, it increased the payout per school for the Big 12 quite a bit, Mm -hmm. which is number one, you know, the most important thing. And it also – has hurt the Pac-12 because they are having trouble with their media rights deal. Oh yeah, I mean they they there's you know a lot of people denied that the the initial reports that ESPN had kind of lowballed them uh, as far as what they were offering them. Now I think that's pretty much been proven to be facts as far as the offer from ESPN because if it wasn't they would have taken it. Then there was rumors that they would be uh, streaming most of their games on Amazon. That hasn't come to fruition yet still could but anyway we'll discuss all those things it's uh it's a wild time still in conference realignment yeah safe to say we are in much better shape in the big 12 than the pac-12 is right? absolutely it's really really great to go through this and not really have to worry about losing yeah. teams right right um, which i you look anything could happen i could wake up tomorrow and you know there could be teams saying they're leaving the big 12 but i highly highly doubt it I feel better about the Big 12 right now than I have at pretty much any point except for basically back when the Big 12 was formed. Yeah, yeah, very good. All right, so all that coming up uh, between 4 and 6 on the Matt Mosley Show with Aaron Sexton. And remember, game time weekday mornings 7 to 9 a.m. with Tom Ward and Ryan right here on ESPN Central Texas, your first word in local sports. Birthdays today, it is uh, Blake Lynch's birthday, former Baylor Defensive back slash receiver, Blake Lynch. Happy birthday to him. J.P. Heath's birthday. J.P.'s the uh, voice of the Rice Owls. Does a great job there. It's Dave Sims' birthday today. Dave does 
uh, MLB Network stuff. He does play-by-play for the Seattle Mariners. Uh, he, he does a ton of stuff. Dave Sims, uh, really, really, really good at what he does. Uh, Dave's birthday is today. Um, let's see who else we got here. Looking, scrolling, scrolling. Uh, oh, it's uh, um, Scotty's birthday. Uh, happy birthday to him. Uh, one of the the best Baylor fans there is out there, Scott Van Cali. Happy birthday to him. If there's a Baylor athletics event going on, Scott is probably there. If he's not there, he's tuned in in some way. Uh, and that is all sports. So happy birthday to Scotty. Uh, Van Kelly today. Uh, it's Jeannie Daniel Hester's birthday. Happy birthday to her. Uh, oh, it's Veronica Smith's birthday. Derek's wife, Veronica. Happy birthday to Veronica. Mike Chandler's birthday. Mike, uh, Dave Chandler's brother. Happy birthday to him. And I think there's one more. Who am I missing? Missing a big one here. Aaron, hang on. Look one other place. Um, no, guess not. <laughs> I don't know who I was thinking of, but that's it for me. Who else do you have birthday-wise today? Just a few today. Uh, Rob Thomas, formerly the lead singer of Matchbox 20, now many, many solo hits. He turns 51. Teller of Penn and Teller turns 73. And the man most famous for being replaced by the GOAT, Tom Brady, Drew, Bruts, Drew Bledsoe, Turns 50 today. It's really unfair because he had a, a really great career yeah. in college and the NFL. He was a four-time pro bowler. Hmm. Uh, he still holds a couple of records. He still holds the single-game record for passes attempted. Want to guess the number? Oh, my gosh. NFL? Yeah. Uh, for the NFL, I don't know, 60? 70. Good grief. He also is still holds – is tied for the record for regular season pass attempts in a single game. Him, He and Jared Goff – both had 45. I'm assuming it's probably the same game. Yeah, probably. So he had a game where he was 45 of 70 Golly. passing. That Bill Parcell, I mean, that uh, that uh, Bill, Belichick. Bill Belichick was the head coach, yeah. I believe. Or Good. it may have been Parcells at that time. But mm. either way, to imagine either one of those coaches throwing 70 times is a little mind-blowing. Where do you go? Uh, Washington State yes. College? Yep. Washington State. Walla Walla High School okay. in Washington. In Washington. Yep. All right, Drew Bledsoe, happy birthday to you. Good list there. Happy birthday to all those folks. Hey, we got to go. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Look, he, he he's crowding us out of here. We got to go. Matt Mosley is coming up next. We appreciate you being with us. Thanks to Glenn Moore, who was on with us. Hope you enjoyed hearing the post game from Jonathan Chumwa Chachua from last night. Now stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. And thanks for pronouncing my name well. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics.